0: Kidnapping. Animal soul demons.
1: Cliff gas.
0: Tomboys. Armored bears. That was mine.
1: Cloud pine.
0: Flamethrower bears.
1: Witch armies. Gobblers.
0: Truthometers. Dust. Zeppelins. Oh my god, (laughs) Zeppelin. All that and more on this week's episode of My Arms Are Lasers, covering The Golden Compass. Lasers.
2: There is no escape. My arms are lasers. Let's read books.
3: Hey everyone, welcome to My Arms Are Lasers. Let's read books. Let's read them.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: the sci fi podcast where we read works of science fiction or watch science fiction movies and talk about it in our own weird way. I'm Nick Allen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aaron Waltke. I'm Ellen Tremedy.
2: I'm Chad Quant.
1: In
3: this week's episode, we are going over The Golden Compass by Philip Pullman. The
0: first installment of his Dark Materials trilogy, I believe. That's kind of a weird name for a trilogy, but... It's weird, but I think it makes sense, because the title uh, of it comes from... uh, a Nine Inch Nails cover? No, it's not Nine Inch Nails. It comes from, uh, what's the, the thing with the thing, the angels and demons, the poem. Bible? Bible and hell. No, Heaven no, not hell. the Bible. The other, the one that came after it in like the 1600s. The Bible
2: too. Um,
0: why am I blanking on it? Help me out here. Necronomicon. No, not Necronomicon. Uh, 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 uh. Can we just
2: pause for a second? Is no, kill. no, you have to keep going. Leave this all in. Angels and demons. No, Mary doesn't know a it's book. Not, it's not Dan Brown. Is it
1: angels <laughs> and demons?
2: <laughs> no. It, is it Animorphs? Is
1: it the Da Vinci Code?
0: No. Nope. Paradise Lost. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. That was worth it. I'm glad we I looked it up because I never would have. Well, I didn't just... even look it up. It was just Paradise Yeah, paradise how would lost. you
2: Google that? That book with that thing, with that thing? <laughs> a-
0: Angels and Demons poem, 1600 is what I was going to Google. Mil- John Milton's Paradise Lost. Mm. Uh, there's a, a passage that's really, um, really prominent that a lot of scholars study where he's talking about how the world was before Earth was created. And. He essentially describes the universe as chaos, like this writhing chaos of just dark materials that have not yet been formed by God into, and separated into light and darkness. Dark matter. Yeah, essentially dark matter that would eventually become—he was he was a, a philosopher slash physicist of his time. And so this is sort of talking about the raw material that could be either good or evil that the universe is made from. And so that's a big theme in this book, because the concept of dust, which I imagine we'll get into later, you know, it is kind of one of these primal forces that floats through the universe. And is it good? Is it evil? Is it just depend on who's using it for what purpose? Who knows? So in the US, it's called the Golden
3: Compass. In oh, it's the UK, called something different in the UK? Yeah, it's called the Northern Lights or just Northern Lights. Oh, Interesting. Hmm.
2: I wonder um, why. In Australia, it's called
3: the Bam! Well, I, I think it's kind of... <laughs> it's called the Tommy Walkers. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of mislabeled as the Golden Compass. Hmm. Reading, reading some articles, like, the whole trilogy used to be called the Golden Compass, or that was like... That w- that was... Or the Golden thing. Compasses. Oh. It was an allusion to uh, the com- Golden Compasses that God makes the universe with. Apparently, okay. he used a Golden Compass when he created the universe. According to who? Bible According to fiction? the story
2: that I didn't hear before. Are you saying the book should never have been called The Golden Compass? Or are you saying just now that it's referred to? I think,
3: I think a lot of people in the UK were just kind of like, but it's not a golden compass. It's a truth meter or... An alethiometer. Yeah. But here in America, we're like, no, fuck it. It's that a golden t- compass. You, <laughs> what it's golden, a golden compass. It's golden and it points though. to stuff.
0: It's a compass. It <laughs> sounds cooler on a bookshelf, though? Like yeah. The Northern Lights or the golden compass? Or the... the that's His dark material. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. I guess, but it's kind of like the Harry Potter book, right? The Sorcerer's Stone was actually called the Philosopher's Stone, which is a very oh my God, old you're right. alchemical concept. Uh, and they were like, yeah, they don't care about metaphysics in America. Let's just call it the, the Sorcerer's Stone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, just sounds cooler, right? Yeah. To us.
0: Yeah. Alliteration. To, to us profane Americans.
3: So would you consider this book science fiction?
0: Or fantasy, and mm.
3: what do you think the difference is? We need
0: to. Well, that, that's a really interesting the question because I feel like this is uh, a book that blurs a lot of those lines, which is kind of why I wanted to pick it. Is there a genre, a, a fine genre division between science fiction and fantasy, or can you have one that's in the middle, well, that's like science fantasy? I th- what are the laws?
1: I think that the reason why this book walks a line is because it takes place in a world similar to our world but different. And the the next books, one takes place in uh, different worlds, and then one takes place in our world, I believe. Yeah. So basically, the problem that I have with calling this science fiction is that world building is really important to fantasy. And technically, this isn't our world. It's similar, but it's different. So, it takes place technically in a fantastical world, which to me makes it a little more fantasy, even though the concepts are rooted in our human past with the Bible and whatnot. Right.
3: See, what you described in – at first I was like, yeah, this is fantasy, but this is like a very bleak – very bland definition of science fiction versus fantasy when i was younger i thought okay does it involve earth yes then it's science fiction even like way mm. off like even star wars that's happened a long time ago in a galaxy far away. world that's they have acknowledging the, they have the force that's acknowledging that earth exists so therefore sci-fi it's out there it's crazy
2: <laughs> I've never followed sci-fi in the idea that it has to be earth-based or in the same... I know,
3: world it doesn't it work for everything. No, but because there are science fiction kid, stories that's that are great that take place me. in
0: an alternate universe with alternate physics, and it's just like a thought experiment when we consider it science fiction.
2: To me, science fiction is either, it's either one of two things. Either it's just straight-up futuristic, where are just... Obviously, everything's like technology Technology is a thing. The fact that we've made things or there are ancient things that we're like, we interacting with. Or just the fact that there's... Uh, rules to the world? I think that's a little bit. Like I mean obviously fantasy fantasy is that. I think a good idea would be in the golden compass they're detecting things. <laughs> they're using instruments and they're using rhyme or reason to learn new things and yeah, it's particles crack it Yeah, part I and mean, it's all kind of like, "Oh, we're seeing uh in an older age, we might think that this is fantasy, which I think is kind of contrasting with the whole religion." Uh, villains yeah. of the book is the, the the villains or the bad guys. Uh, I haven't only read the first book, so maybe the religious people are better later on. But like they would probably say that this is a fantasy world because God and all that sort of thing. And then the the more rhyme or reason people are like, oh no, this is science. The exact metaphor would be uh, the Thor world, like now in Marvel, is very much like oh, it looks like this is fantasy, it like we're, fantasy but, but then, it's really just we're just aliens, we're just super yeah, advanced and. It's now, like,
0: It's like the Batman quote that uh, gets tossed around a lot of nerd discussions, which is Batman, whenever he's faced with a broader DC universe and not just fighting guys in clown suits, but in fact is like interacting with an alien from Krypton or, or involving, you know, An imp that has magic powers Like how does he deal with that As like the realist detective And he says Oh magic is just science We don't understand yet
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah comic books Have always tried to go That same way I think It's more in the Marvel world They even try to explain Gods is just kind of Listen let's not talk About them too much But they're kind of Just interdimensional (laughs) beings Like there's there's, Hercules is a real man (laughs) Like in Yeah Like gods are real And you fight alongside them In the Marvel universe Like yeah They're in other realms But like they're physical We can touch them like I can kill Ares. Like there's clearly other gods are,
3: but yeah, but they believe in the one god. They still keep it Christian. So they I get kind of acknowledge sometimes. So. sometimes but
0: the yeah. Golden Compass, I think, I was ready to kind of write off as more just sort of like a fantasy with certain uh, elements that were kind of um, steampunky and stuff. Except for the fact that they incorporate so heavily the multiverse thing that you described. Because right. parallel universes yeah, that is a very sci-fi f- thing, mm-hmm. and the fact that if you think about it, if there's infinite universes, uh, according to the parallel worlds theory in real our physics in real quantum physics, then that means there's infinite possible realities, well, and one our of those world would could be, be, one, be one where people have an an intense affinity or a soul connection with shape-shifting animals. I would animals. say
1: that it's a fantasy story in a science fiction world because the world where it takes place i'm not convinced is earth it could be a parallel um a parallel earth i guess you know which right that is um indicative of science fiction but the story itself does read like a fantasy story it does and it's interesting that you said right off i mean i don't think that we mean this but fantasy and science fiction they're both great ways to tell you know metaphorical stories about who we are now, so I right. don't think one is better than the no, other. No, and one—that's not
0: the case at all. I think one is just more. Let's explore fun ideas, and the other one, science fiction, is more like let's take ideas that we all agree could happen and play them out to their logical conclusion. Yeah. Uh, but that's—I that, mean—that's just a very you know rough and tumble way to define them. Here's an interesting one uh, that I found when I was trying to wrestle with this concept by an author named Ted Chang. Uh, He's a sci-fi author, and he gave this really interesting lecture trying to describe the difference between science fiction and fantasy, Uh, and essentially the two rules he came up with this. If the fantastical elements of the story are available to a chosen few in an arbitrary way, then this is fantasy. Conversely, if these elements are available to all by means of some logical industrial approach, then this is science fiction.
2: That's interesting. That's shorthand. interesting. It's, I mean, it kind of well, fits most of the old classic stories. Lyra
0: could... Is one of the few that could work the
2: alethiometer.
0: Right. But, but anyone could if they studied it enough. No. She's, mm-hmm. just, she's no. just good at it intuitively.
1: They said that not everyone would be able to. And there's only six of them in the world. But... Or seven.
2: Everyone
3: has their demon...
1: Right, so Every, right. It's a mixture. I
2: would say the book I mean we can, I the book for me felt very heavy sci-fi and just it happens to work exists in another realm where bears can talk and certain things happen and the idea that like everything that that they deal with they're aware enough to scientific level. Like, the I I, uh, I hadn't reread the end of the book, so I forget what the name is. The the child separation machine, like the feel that you can oh, put the the guillotine. Yeah, like yeah. that's science. Like, that's a full on device they made that <laughs> cutting that, heads off. Science. No, no, but like the fact there's like, an, there's like a field that they go, you go through. Like, this very much right. to me is like a machine that was built. In yeah, he had a technology. wire that he just
3: stuck it on the child. Yeah. Yep, science. I'm science.
2: Exactly. Here. But at least his idea is that's working. The fact that they are using their own ingenuity to progress things. To me, that's right. kind of more. Of like oh it's the same way someone writing a story about a f- earth fiction story in like 1920s before we figured out some of the things we know today would be like signals messages sent through the air like that sounds like a fantasy thing like and then kind yeah. of
1: no I think that's very true what uh, Chad just said but also what struck me with this book is how journey based it was which reminds me of fantasy
3: uh, I have a couple more definitions uh, it's it seems like it's like porn.
1: Like <laughs> I
2: can't on, define no, it, but on. I know it when I see it. Nick, I can define most porn genres for you.
1: <laughs>
3: what do you need? Uh, uh, when the penis goes in.
2: Okay. Um.
1: Wait. I wait. How is this like porn? I... Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, please no, go no. on. <laughs> like
3: defining like one as science fiction or fantasy. Like is this fantasy? Like I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. I is think. this porn
1: mm. or is this
0: not or is
3: this is art? This, or is it yeah. not
1: porn? Yeah. yeah. No, that's the argument they made for Or is that
0: other thing? What is that? Oh, not porn.
2: <laughs> oh, it's Game of Thrones.
1: There
3: you go. I am yeah. super into shape shifting animals and
2: so... <laughs> just saying. My arms and lasers will be at Anthrocon twenty fourteen. <laughs>
3: Uh, One I found is Science Fiction Expands Our World, Fantasy Transcends It. Hmm, okay. Just a short and simple one. Um, Science Fiction deals with things that might possibly happen, or like alternate history, things that possibly could have happened, and fantasy deals with things that could never happen
2: to right, go back to Star Wars Which here's another is, good example was episode four five and six are a nice blend of sci-fi and fantasy because you have starships and spaceships <laughs> and the force is a mystical, mysterious mythical thing that no one understands but it's magic and then the new trilogy was like oh it's science the, oh, trilogy, it's makes, the trilogy makes makes the entire my, g- entire thing science. Nice.
0: Little monsters that live in your blood. As those soon as you give, know that those where you are powers. like, there's no
2: more fantasy
1: to Star Wars. I I think what keeps the Golden Compass in the realm of science fiction is that it it introduces the idea of multiple universes, and this could be one of ours. That's how I. That's why I would say yes, we can call it science fiction as well as yeah, that's uh, with fantasy elements.
0: Yeah, I, I I personally am of the of the flavor. I I kind of hate pigeonholing things into genre in general, just because I think authors would rather be, be just free yeah, the to story. write whatever right. they want. The, which is why I hated. Story. In
3: this research, I came across the term science fantasy, which I was like, <laughs> "That's dumb," right? I don't
0: like if, but it. if, but that being said, if I had to give a description to stories like this or. Or the original Star Wars trilogy, where there's fa- clearly fantastical elements uh, kind of in there that can't really be explained by our science or their science and have to be taken on faith. I would use a description like science fantasy if I had to. Because it's it's like, oh, okay, it's just, it, there's scientific elements.
1: Can't you just call it a blend of both genres? You can.
0: Which I, is the strength,
2: strength of this book. But the more I think about it, again, this is another one of like, oh, yeah, it's a classic, but... We've definitely been we've definitely been blending that now for several decades of like, storytelling. Like, there's so many TV shows and books now that have obviously yeah. been inspired by this one. That the strength of isn't it cool that we have like sci-fi things alongside fantasy yeah. things? It's
0: it, it honestly feels like that. What makes something more or less science fiction is how much is exp- it's explained.
3: So diving into the actual world of the Golden Compass, it's a lot like ours um except the church has kind is it's taken over Yeah, pretty much. John
0: Calvin became the pope boo church <laughs>
3: and everyone as long as humans have existed have had this physical representation of their spirit or soul yeah their soul that takes the shape of an animal
0: and they can't get too far away from them or it becomes intense yeah painful. let's lay down the character's yeah. characteristics yeah. of they're physically the demon. connect
1: they're not physically connected but they have a um physical pain like they're linked
0: yeah and the, and the, the demon themselves can shapeshift until they hit puberty basically it's
2: like roughly they just get more and more set to a form they can, right but
0: they're always almost always between animals uh fiction, fictional or real uh but then once they hit puberty uh the a, a sign of puberty is that your demon latches onto a specific form and yeah. that's supposed to be a reflection of who you are inside mm-hmm.
1: Wait can can I just ask really quick what all of your demons would be?
0: Oh, I was gonna ask.
1: I would oh, like sorry.
0: To- <laughs> no. wait, well, do you want can to I wait? No. no, it's going okay. to it now. I would <laughs> like to think that mine would be something cool like a dragon, you know, dog sized dragon. <laughs> but I know it would probably be like a ferret or a lemur. Yeah. <laughs> it would probably just be a lemur. You have a cool, you have a cool like badger, like a cool. Ooh. I,
1: Ooh.
0: It'd probably be like a rat. <laughs> <laughs> I I got the year of the rat in the Chinese, uh, and I was like, man. He got a horse. He got a dragon. I I don't I don't <laughs> want a rat. I would like a cool one, like a wolf.
3: Or I'm like like in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm a lone wolf. I'm cool and I like <laughs> hunting. But real in real life, it'd probably be like an otter. <laughs> Someone that just like plays in. Actually, a I get, that's like really good analogy. I, my power animal is an otter. Is it <laughs> otter? all right.
2: I'll be super cocky. I think I'd have a sloth bear, which is the the best bear. It's like these, like, ti- like, tinier yeah, bears. Yeah, you go ahead
3: and be super And they're just, they're about the- that, just Ch- <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, about a sloth bear.
2: Sloth bears are great. They're, like, tinier bears, and they're just covered in, like, rogue fur, like, just unkempt fur, and they just hit things by batting them. They just, like, <laughs> kind of slap box everyone. That's fair.
0: That's true. When Chad might- walked in here, he knocked things over. <laughs> like, I might be, like, a smaller... Because they can't get beyond a certain size. They can't get beyond dog size. So I'd be, like, a giant sloth, like the extinct
2: one, but dog Wait, that's size. not true, right? I thought several of the... No,
0: they never get b- bigger... Like... Like Lyra's demon turns into a dragon right? it's like a dragon that's the same. But size um of this Lord Lorda
2: uh, the her uncle slash. Okay, he can't get larger right. than a, a, a like a
1: large a lion. cat, yeah. Like a
2: lion. Yeah. I always thought it was like proportional to size so that like if you had like a five hundred pound man, you could just get like an <laughs> elephant. That'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> maybe. Oh, it, uh, oh what right. would yours be? Um I think mine would be maybe a hare, like a bunny, but a fast bunny or a very quick bunny. Um very quick. Oh, possibly maybe some kind of bird maybe or a panda bird
2: would be really helpful yeah bird would be, oh, yeah, helpful, bird well. would be or a, helpful or a
0: panda <laughs> although there is that really that really terrifying scene where like a, a kid gets thrown off of a balcony and he's he's falling to his death and his demon turns into a bird trying to keep him up and just they both fall to their death when
1: did that happen it happens, i remember that
0: it happens in the first fight with uh uh the gobblers or something
1: oh sad
0: it, and i was like oh god well at the end he falls off a cliff and that's separated
1: right
2: Yeah, is is there science where, like, if you held on, if you put like the like the demon in a box on a on a cliff? And he threw the child over. Would the demon be pulled by magnetic force with it?
1: I or think it would die like a, there. It would die. It would like, die. Yeah, it'd be
3: like a behavioral instinct to go after it, but if, if it, it couldn't, physically couldn't, then, does, it, then, then
2: why it does then why does the uh, separation machine require like an ion field to like? Because certain
3: the, metals have certain functions
1: with I, demons and. Dust. I, I, I think because what would happen is that they would both die if you pulled them apart super far. It's mm. like really. It's, painful. Like the if you,
0: it's like the matrix. Like if your brain die. Okay. If, if your mind cell. Dies, it's so painful.
3: Because I was going to say dies. there was actually
2: like a like a invisible <grunts> tether bungee cord that like just, just pulls string. Yeah. Yeah. if
3: the human dies, the demon dies, right. and vice versa. And
1: so when they cut it, then although I don't the demon's think the demons okay. can
0: die, can they? I think the, the demons just get well, hurt. No, yeah, because think about
1: h- no, think about think about the um, the gravesite underneath Oxford. They all the demon skeletons are with the humans.
0: No, there's just a little coin that represents the demons. The demons evaporate into fire. Demons evaporate.
1: Okay, but they they leave this world. Yeah.
2: yeah, they can die. Yes, If I shot Nick's otter, <laughs>
1: oh, oh. When, well, that, that's, that's the that's great taboo. That. You can't touch.
2: Yeah, another can't touch demon.
0: another person's demon.
1: And if you hurt it, then you would hurt Nick.
2: So yeah, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, when I was rereading this, I remember going like, oh yeah, it kind of makes sense. Like so and so's demon is like a if they're super tough, they have a tough jaguar. Or if like if it's a t- all the little boys had like little like little rats or sparrows and like yeah. Is was there any certain character in this book at all that I can't remember that had a demon that was surprising for their size and shape? Like, they're also kind of... Like just just nailing what they are as a role. Like the butlers all had servant dogs, and I'm like dogs. it was like what? Well, yeah, well, I think know. that's the point. Though, no, right? but I know but like couldn't wouldn't it be so much cooler if one of the butlers had just like a He's like that says something about that character? He's a he's a servant he butler. Supposed, he's just but a foot he's foot supposed, soldier. That,
0: you're right. It would have been a cool thing. Like if it turned out that he was actually you know a right. king in disguise. Yeah, or just,
2: it just feels like all of the boys and child who, children who have uh, girls who have like little small little wussy animals. Like oh, you're not destined but for that, anything, right? But,
0: but that actually takes me into something i wanted to talk about which is this universe we talk so much about parallel universes and what what each universe kind of signified i on top of like the the obvious external things like these people have animal demons and stuff like that and and uh you know they have steampunky stuff uh i think one of the determining factors of this universe that the golden compass takes place in is that fate is real and exists and influences the world. Because so much of Lyra's, the main character's, journey is that you are the one. You are fated to do this, and your f- and everyone is affected by this fate that seems to be uh, weaving through the entire you know cosmos of the Golden Compass. Yeah, universe. so
3: everything's kind of set. So it makes sense that yes, these people would have dogs, which it would also ones. make
0: sense why there'd be a device like the Alethiometer, which can read essentially the future. Because if the truth is there, then it's like these this is the what's going to happen.
2: It's interesting that people uh, <laughs> pull the idea of fate. Because I was actually when I was rereading it something that kind of bothered me it's definitely become one of my least favorite tropes is the the destined character right i really now this point, no, just I, hate stories i, I of thought it was dull. you had no choice but to become the hero and it's just a role like it's way more interesting when someone just kind of falls into it as a nobody and anyone could have happened to them like harry potter and well, I,
0: I thought and that was Luke a little dull, and, dull until i realized that her her fate was to end the the concept of fate and so like her fate was to be like destroy the trope that you hate
1: (laughs) but uh, so you should be
0: cheering for her I mean it it,
1: it sort of was but no they flat
2: out said the witch says that like that's what but in this book by the (laughs) end
1: but by the end of this book oh
2: yeah she doesn't do it yet honestly i did not know that at all i only haven't read the first book (laughs) well i only read
0: the first first book book there's a passage when the the witch takes like the somebody aside is like oh yeah she's fated to destroy fate that was a
3: very weird scene
0: well i think it makes more sense if you read the rest of the series i know a little bit about the rest of the series that we can kind of talk about the bits and pieces i know but i don't know enough about it to but talk I, about had, the, I had it a
1: little bit of a problem with the alethiometer i liked it i thought it was super cool but
2: let's break down with the alethiometer, alethiometer. Okay. yeah sure is, yeah the golden compass, the golden compass yeah
3: because <laughs> we won't be able to say alethiometer alethiometer i tru- can't say it the, the, the first truth-o-meter. time
1: Okay, we'll just call it the compass or whatever we want. Um, Of course, when you create a device like that, and you don't create uh, any hard and fast rules about what it can and cannot be asked, I was often asking myself why Lyra didn't ask it certain questions that would give her answers to the overall fate of the people around her. And, um, you know, if she had asked, um, will Roger be okay, it would have said, no, he's going to die.
2: And what does the golden compass do for everyone who hasn't read the book? Who's listening?
0: The role the golden compass is this little. It looks like a compass or the letheometer, but it's it, when you open it up, there's a bunch of dials and there's a bunch of symbols in a circle. And there's like
3: three short hands, one
0: long one, and yeah. it's
3: surrounded by thirty two
0: symbols. Oh and wow! If, and if you ask
1: it, Nick knows. <laughs> he
0: does. And if you ask it a question and you focus your mind in just the right way. Uh, it will start, the dials will start spinning, and in theory, you could read the symbols and get the exact answer, the most truthful answer, if you read them correctly. Uh, and Lyra, the main character, has the unique ability to read the alethiometer correctly uh, without the assistance of, like, a book of translations. And
1: it's it's not only what will happen it's things from the past it's and any things question that had happened yeah, yeah any question Truth. also is it lyra or lyra i was calling her lyra
3: i, I went back and forth oh uh, <laughs> uh, i'm trying i just I was listening to the book lyra. on tape
2: yeah i believe it's lyra okay. lyra I also always said I it was I always like thought it was well, yeah, this, I always thought it was Yeah, this, this was, was written
0: That's super
1: no. English. Yeah, I read the first yeah. half like that till Aaron told well, me. I, I don't read don't it know. the first time I thought it was. I, l-
2: Damon. I listened
0: to the book on tape narrated mostly by Philip Pullman and it's all like, "Well, I don't know, Lyra. Let's <laughs> go, Lyra." Well, it was written like super English. like, "I ought to know that." Yeah. <laughs> "I ought to know that." What? I'm a little little orphan girl. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? That's literally how, how Ira's voice
2: was. To go know. back to your Sorry idea for of the you, witches, all you British li- <laughs> listeners. The witches who who say that I forgot that had said that she's destined to destroy fate, or she's fated to destroy fate. Before you find that out, it's hitting all of these kind of like yes, me of um, the master. And the master and, like, the, uh, the librarian are having this whole fate of, like, I'd like to help Lyra if I could. Uh, I'd like to tell her about dust. And, like, like all of these right. things that in a story would be perfect if someone would just tell Lyra. Like, yeah. She might want to know that she's fated to be betrayed by someone. And, like, <laughs> like and like, oh, she's going to be betrayed. That, She'll was, be the betrayer. How do you know these right. things? <laughs> it was all in the alethiometer. <laughs> yeah.
0: He got it all from the alethiometer. Alethi- but he didn't but tell her because the alethi- be- alethiometer said if, if anyone, if she ever knows her own fate... Uh, Wait, it the, won't come true. The professor, it implodes, the the professor
1: read it because didn't he say that? The professor
0: that? had a lithiometer, and that's why he didn't.
1: I thought he couldn't read it well.
0: He could, but with a, like a book of translations, oh. and he could read it like decently. No, uh, I thought that was a uh,
3: fader Koran new.
0: Well, the,
1: the guy at the beginning.
0: Reading. The guy at the beginning also That's consulted it. the letheometer.
1: Oh, that reminds me. Just quickly, there was actually uh, the way that the book was written. I wanted to mention, because you just reminded me of the scene with the professors talking. I thought it was interesting that this book was written in a third-person perspective, where we leave our main character often, and we go into different perspectives that she's not a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sort of created this like window into various characters' lives that was interesting in a book that is so close to its main character when we're with her. Right. I thought that was interesting. And But even when we're with her, sometimes the author jumps back and goes into someone else's head for like a paragraph and then goes back. I just thought that was interesting. I, I always like that in books, honestly. I thought honestly. it always yeah. stayed
3: with her, and which is why I thought that scene was weird, because it, it, she was asleep. When they had, yes, she's the well, one conversation it actu- in the balloon.
1: It, it, it actually jumps out in little um, spots, and sometimes you don't even, you wouldn't even see it, but...
0: I spe- like, for instance, when you first find out that, that the Gobblers are abducting children, right. and they're disappearing... That there's like this eight page digression where it's where you're just reading Lyra's story and then all of a sudden you realize you're reading this whole long this narrative boy's story. of this boy yeah. who gets abducted and how this has been happening right. uh you know for th- almost uh, two years now or something but
1: also in in action sequence there was one moment i think where they went into um mrs clowder's head just for a few lines then jumped back back mm-hmm. jumped out
2: it's it's not too abrupt for me but it is it is moments that are strange in this book because he writes the third person as if you're following lyra's thought process all the time right um he's writing it kind of in the third person who knows all and sees all
1: right it's just interesting so
2: you're hearing her thoughts or what lyra's thinking And he only re- linked the relevant parts of yeah the- yeah he's just right. jumping around and, and kind of showing it yeah
0: That is one reason, uh, interestingly enough, why I I kind of forgave the fact that this this didn't get much into the science fiction, like how everything worked, was because primarily it was from Lyra's perspective, and everything that she heard... You kind of heard it bits and pieces and understood it really only as much as she did for the most part. So it's like if you have a nine-year-old girl or however old she was and throw throw her into this zany sci-fi universe, she's not going to know or care how anything works. But and the, so that's but.
1: But the unusual thing is that he had the ability to because he chose to jump into different people's heads, so he could right. have given the reader as much or as little information as he wanted. That's true. Because he set up those rules.
2: I guess it's better than the the uh, the alternative where if he just stayed by Lyra all the time, he would have to found like some convention for Lyra to have stumbled into that room and listened and whispered. Like I always find uh, the kind of awkward steps of I gotta. I I wrote myself in this 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 whole and has to be here and listen because I said that that Lyra hears everything. And there would have been another five pages of Lyra tiptoed past the the studies. She was hungry for a a cake and she knew there was some cake in the other room. I
1: I, I would have rather he either not show those scenes or do what he did, I think.
2: Yeah.
3: Actually, it took me a while to get into this book.
1: Me too, actually.
3: Lyra, yeah, she was great and everyone probably loves her but she's almost like an Arya stark like she's noble well trained or well schooled but she is rough around the edges she would rather play in the mud and have wars i like that part That's-
2: i like those i don't to be just knock this book it's a good book i'm just rereading it and i remember like how kind of tied into old story convention. But once the we got old,
3: to armored bears, also. yeah, yes. that part's great.
2: But the old like the last I, I can't fall conventions. I realized when the uh, the local the mate or whatever. There's suddenly a woman in the college. I forgot what she did. She was like the the mother role. I was like. Oh Lyra, oh, why, your, your your knees are filthy, and why won't you was like? You this is, destroy your this dress. Every war. character in every young adult fiction, like they want to go on an adventure, and they don't care if they're wearing a fancy dress. Like wow, this is everything. This and is everything. also,
1: we could get into a whole tangent, which we absolutely don't have to, on the slight sexism present throughout this book, with not with the author, but with the world.
2: Even Lyra herself is like, "Yeah, women scholars, get out
1: of here." Yeah, oh, yeah. like yeah. like yeah. through through her perspective, <laughs> we see how she views her. World, which is that there's really not a lot of women, and the women who are pro- professors are are really mean or like crusty, and she hates them. Yeah. They,
2: they at least at least play, I guess, off of the. Uh, they play with that when when I forget characters' names. I I hate that I'm seeing. Since I saw the movie, which is not very good. Like when Nicole Kidman's character, what is, what is her? Uh, Coulter. Mrs. Coulter. Mrs. Coulter, yeah. Like when she shows up, like she just wows her because she's so smart and and right. and Lyra's yeah. never heard well, of that sort of thing. She
3: seduces her. She was yeah. like, yeah. she knew Lyra wanted to like adventure and stuff.
0: She's like, oh, do you, oh yes, I knew we'll, in well, in the north, I we'll, had no idea.
3: Yeah, we'll study maps and then we'll prep for adventure. And she's like, yes, Miss Coulter. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> But I think it reflects to show that, you know, yes, she is this person's daughter, because later Lyra basically seduces the other...
2: Go on. Uh, the other bear king. But uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, with the, right. with the
1: But even in bear culture, it's like all of the...
2: It's, it's all right, so like let's explain. The, in in the, the world of the book, there are talking bears. In bear culture.
1: In bear culture. Not there's... gay
2: men culture. There are They're living, not... talking polar bears.
1: And... Yeah, living, talking bears. I was bears. so interested
3: in what's happening in the bear politics. Yes,
1: the bear politics is the same as yeah. the human world, because there's all the male bears. And they made one reference to... Lyra was really interested in the the she bears off to the side but there's no time for that and, then like, <laughs> and like,
3: okay. is this is this phil pullman commenting on you know the church and maybe
0: his, uh, church i'm stance? pretty sure it is
3: i think
2: it's more because yeah of time actually period, yeah well, he thinks that's how it should be and more yeah, of
0: yes I, but that's actually a, a big controversy in the whole series is phil pullman writes this these books with an agenda of the church sucks. Yeah,
1: that's, so I think that's what, the, and that, that's right. why a well, lot does of doesn't he have another and, book and, called like
3: Jesus Christ the oh no, the super guy? guy. <laughs> no, the liar or the kinda uh, yeah. Um.
1: Well, I think if you think of it that way, it makes sense that women would be repressed in this world because oftentimes, I mean, in the past, uh, faith has, and even now, faith is used sometimes to repress groups, including women. So I guess that makes some sense.
2: I mean, the entire book felt like it was a whole faith versus science fight to me. That was yeah, the, yeah. that was the whole. It, it feels very much for perfect for. Are you fourteen? And you grew up religious, and you're starting to question things about your church, right. or, like, th- this is the time to read that book. Right. Like, you are set. Yeah. Like, go, get into Golden Compass.
0: I mean, in that vein of the controversy stirred up around the book, there is kind of a big spoiler. Do you guys care if I share it with you? Because it's, it's the big contention bone. Of the first of, book? Or? Big, of the whole series, of the big bone of contention. <sighs> mm. When
2: will I ever read That everyone show? has a why huge don't, why problem don't,
1: Why don't we read the future books at some point, and then we can talk about it? Yeah,
3: now shut up.
2: Okay. Aaron. Aaron. I so want you to s- Yeah, I am gonna. I might read those at some point.
3: Yeah. Uh, All right. The movies aren't it's... coming out, am I right? <laughs> now, the last third of the book really won me over. As yeah. I was like, I'll probably continue reading these. You, you wanted
2: that to be will, the book. I wanted that to be say, the whole story.
0: Let me just say this, then, that it becomes very overtly religious. And that, like... Pro-religious? Does she no. meet God? Yes, and there are angels and etc. Oh. Hmm, interesting. And it becomes like very explicit in his anti-church. And stuff.
1: I mean, this book was pretty explicit to me as yeah. well. It gets
0: like straight up. He's like ta- she's talking to God and hanging out with angels and
2: etc. So that's Just like hanging out. I can't wait to see how it's anti-religion, but God and angels are real. So I can't wait to see how that turns out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it, it it seemed like in the book, uh, one of his points was that you know things might exist but it doesn't mean that the church has it right dust exists True. but yeah, their interpretation to, is wrong
3: they're trying to cover it up
1: right yeah. and they don't understand it so they fear what they don't understand and therefore they repress people and their which knowledge. is pretty
2: prevalent through a lot of current politics mm-hmm. and that's sort of like how that's going to be a thing uh not to get into heavy like uh left versus right stuff uh what is the governing body in the cities and towns like i mean i know this i know that there's the general the, the, the general like idea that the the church and government are tied together but during the early parts when the gobblers were just taking all the kids the
0: general oblation
2: board yeah i'm just like where are the police like what like who do they go to to stop murder it just, it just seemed like they're just in crazy ta- like unkept towns even in the middle of these like what presume i presume lyra's city is a, is a major major point but it just there, felt like it was just wild That's what made it feel kind
1: of medieval, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, di- I didn't get a sense
0: there was much of a police force other than just...
1: Except for the people that searched for her when well, Mrs. Powder uh, asked.
0: Right.
3: Oh, a very specific moment. <laughs> After she's escaping uh, Miss Coulter's fancy party, whatever, ball, um, she's on the street and she's getting some coffee and a snack. <laughs> <laughs> As <laughs> one does. And this guy in line with her... Offers her booze.
0: Yeah. He's like, <laughs> this will take a nip of the cold off of you. <laughs> what, yes. What? She's like, clearly, well, she's 11. <laughs>
2: Mm, things were very different.
0: Things back are very then. different back then when we had soul demons.
1: Also things in, in other countries, it's they're much different with, True. with booze. And
0: he but he gets really forceful with it, yeah. It's I remember. kind of
1: weird. It's a weird moment. Can,
0: can you look it up? I want to read Maybe. that passage because it's kind of creepy like how insistent he gets about like making sure <laughs> that the person drinks. Uh-huh. Yeah, drinks. Take a, take a drink drinks that, a that booze dip, 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 dip. I,
1: don't, I don't know if I highlighted that.
0: Can you just do a search for the phrase like uh, creepy guy? <laughs> It, what was it bourbon or whiskey or or
2: nap coffee nap nap, nap, Rob, nap juice coffee nap nap, nap, nap juice. juice
1: okay here's all the instances of coffee there's five pages you might bring me some coffee no that's not it as her uncle
0: <laughs> there, there there
1: wait oh sorry Here, a
0: cup of coffee and a ham sandwich that's
3: it
1: where which one that this one you
3: yes. know what goes good with my coffee a ham sandwich <laughs>
1: Do you want to read it in an accent to everybody?
0: (laughs) Sure. Yes. So, the white-coated owner was leaning on the... No,
1: in an accent. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oi! The white-coated owner was leaning on the counter talking to two of the three customers. It was tempting. Lyra had been walking for an hour now, and it was cold and damp. With Pataliman, a sparrow, she went up to the counter and reached up to gain the owner's attention cup of coffee and a hand sandwich please she said <laughs> you're out of late my dear said a gentleman in a top hat and a white silk muffler <laughs> yeah she said turning out from him to scan the busy intersection a theater nearby was just emptying and crowds milled around in the light foyer calling for cabs wrapping coats around their shoulders uh here you are my love she said the coffee stall man two shillings let me pay for this said the man in the top hat <laughs>
3: Twisting his mustache.
0: Lyra Lyra thought, why not? I can run faster than him, and I might need all my money later. about
4: that. The top
0: hatted man dropped a coin on the counter and smiled down at her. His demon was a lemur. It clung to his lapel, (laughs) staring round at Lyra. She bit into a sandwich and kept her eyes on the busy street. She had no idea where she was because she had never seen a map of London. What's your name? said the man. Alice. That's a pretty name. Let me put a drop of this in your coffee. Warm you up. Dot dot dot. He was unscrewing the top of a silver flask. I don't like that, said Lyra. I just like coffee. I bet you've never had brandy like this before. <laughs> I have. I was sick Jim all. <laughs> I have. I was sick all over the place. I ha- I had a whole bottle. Oh no! Or nearly. <laughs> just as you like, said the man, tilting his flask into his own cup. Where are you going all alone oh, no, after this? Going to meet my father, etc. <laughs>
2: So, so to be like, fair creepiest animal yeah. for like a sex offender is a lemur. It's yeah. A yeah. definitely yeah. which I already said would be my mine. my apologies yeah. to Madagascar and King Julian. Uh, <laughs>
1: what is so great about that is that she's actually aware that this is creepy, but she's like, you know what, I can run. Uh, you know fast. I,
0: can, I can run faster than this. How many
2: pedo? decisions have I made in college? Where I was like, can I get away? <laughs> can I just get fast? <laughs> uh,
3: doesn't she get caught? By, not by him, but by Egyptians. Well, uh, she gets ca-
0: she gets um, caught by like just some roaming guys and then slavers the, the slavers
3: try gypsies to capture
1: save her. her
0: and the Egyptians save her yeah. yeah yes the water gypsies yes yes
1: yes
3: I actually liked the roping scene it was pretty good cool. their, which their meeting which oh yeah are, these people the Egyptians were yeah. basically water gypsies yeah have this meeting where they rope their boats up they call it the roping mm-hmm. and their elders or the Heads, heads of, like, the seven great families or whatever meet and to discuss the fate of their race. John Far, king of people? the Gypsons. <laughs> At the roping, they're like, okay, well, we gotta go get our children back. They're being kidnapped, so we're gonna put together this fighting force. An elite squad. But what's funny is, when they assigned each role, it was like, like okay, you will take over the military and security options. It's like, no, you're in charge of fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and you... It's not like deception or intelligence gathering. It's spying. You be spies. It's like an older kid organizing. I'll be
2: the spy. You be Uh, the president. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the Pope. You have to do what the Pope says. Side tangent. I wanted to ask about this because I had completely forgotten. Early on. Uh, when she's playing the prank, you talk about the coins and the skeletons. Uh, yeah. Lyra's going through the crypts and she's just exploring because she's just, Lyra, Lyra, stop adventuring so much. <laughs> like that's her, whole, that's her whole thing she's doing and she's playing a game where she's taking the coins representing the demons and, and switching them right on and the, the skulls. skulls and then she, and then the narrator just says very calmly, "She continued oh, yeah. to do this until three skeletons came through a, a wall. Three headless yeah. ghosts three yeah. ghost came through and it, and, at night, and uh, and reaching and her, at her demon like scared them away, and they slowly went back away. And then she switched him back and apologized. And then it just, was that a really? yeah.
1: again. Was that a yeah. thing? I, <laughs> I think that was a, like that was a hint to me that there's definitely like spiritual ghost world happening because yeah. that was It was like what really that." What?
2: I first and, thought it was gonna be a nightmare, He's like, yeah. and then she woke up, yeah. but she never she never no. wakes no. up. Yeah. They
0: have crazy. a conversation about it like yeah. three hundred yeah. pages later in the book, and then she's like, Well do you remember there was those weird specters that came into my room when we never talked about it? And was like, like, oh, then, oh yeah, yeah. That and, then, and then 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 Pantalyman was like, You were dreaming, and she was like, oh, I was not
2: and that was it. <laughs> Why are all your characters fight Python? I hate this like <laughs> <Lyra played. laughs> My Lyra paired by That was that was Medea. That was Madea.
3: <laughs> Now I can't I do unhear declare that. Voice. <laughs> now I can't unhear that voice whenever I'm
0: reading the rest of the books. <laughs>
3: that goes for all of which you listeners was,
0: out there too. It
3: was initially actually pretty close to the voice I heard in my head reading this mm. book.
2: But <laughs> that if it. that is real, which I took to be real because I hoped yeah. it would be, obviously there's the great reveal of what the northern lights are at the end, but I think in every story, I always like the, when you can drop the bomb of this isn't the world you knew. We've built this pretty, like, this made pretty good sense. We know there's some science, or some magic. Now we're just going to flip it on you. You're going to, we're going to Bioshock Infinite you to do a reference that half the table will get. Like that kind of idea. Yeah.
0: haven't played it. Yeah. But it is very Bioshock Infinity. And just the
2: idea, like, we had this pre- preconceived notions, and then now, oh, there's going to be a whole other story to follow along. We didn't know where we were setting mm-hmm. up. I, I love that in stories, every time they ever do it.
1: They they did hint at this storyline pretty heavily throughout, but I think if I was a younger kid reading it for the first time, it, it, the ending, when they finally spell it out, might have impressed me more and when I read it this time. I thought the idea was cool of another city in the sky and of uh, multiple universes, but they did hint at it heavily. Throughout. They did hint at yeah. it heavily.
2: Yeah. As as someone who's twenty seven, like, oh, cool, parallel universes. I forgot yeah. about as that. As soon yeah. as I saw that, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, that was the opening
0: scene.
2: Yeah. <laughs> can,
3: can we? <laughs>
4: like, oh yeah,
0: infinite. Can we talk for a second? How great of a character Yorin Baronesson is i really liked him
1: <laughs> is that how you pronounce y- it Yorick
0: bernison wait that's the, the, that, king? Is the that is that is not the king it's the it's the uh no, oh, the, york the king Yorick Yorick Berneson.
1: and how how do you pronounce the other one because they're similar names uh Jorin. it's a york <laughs> yeah which is which wait that,
0: i don't remember the the, king, one, the, the the good one the imposter king's name is what is it i don't remember i
1: thought it was like york
0: yofer yofer Jofor, is the king. Rackens- the- oh yeah, Yolfr, Jofor- Ragnarsson, and Jorun and Jorik,
1: Jorik, Jorik, those Bernison. names basically rhymed. They were way too similar for me. I had some trouble.
3: Yolfr and Jorik. Okay. Good bear and bad bear. Good yeah.
1: bear. yeah. Good bear. But good bear. the the, I good loved
3: bear. the drunken good bear. Yeah. yeah.
1: Drunken good bear. He we're was such
3: like, a, a bear without like, his armor. He is was nothing. such a.
1: He was such a classic. That character has been in so many stories. And like, I love the it every drunk- time. Yeah, I know it's good every time. It's the the drunken good guy. A,
3: he's in bear form now.
2: <laughs>
1: he's a bear, and he
2: has magic armor that he builds from scratch. And don't forget that he's also played by Ian McKellen in the movie, which is <laughs> amazing.
4: <laughs> it's the movie, yeah.
2: yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> we're gonna we're
0: gonna yeah, do a little yeah. mini podcast talking about the the movie. <laughs> Let's watch the movie. <laughs> but I love that that almost every one of his like action scenes ends with him almost cracking someone's skull like an egg and then just like, Oh, Lyra's still here. Um Oh yeah, children's also, book.
1: <laughs> also I definitely felt like if Lyra was six seven years older, there would be a love interest there. Between the
2: bear it, and Lyra?
1: I mean, if we, if we were in.
2: Looking that up on DeviantArt. Right. Oh, God. No, no. no, I'm, no. Saying,
1: I'm saying, if this was the Lord of the Rings, I mean, that those characters absolutely, like, absolutely would have been a love interest.
0: I, do, I did think I mean, it was maybe funny maybe that not. they hung out for two days, and then, like, by the third day, Lyra's like,
1: Yorick loves me. He'll do anything for me to save me. me. Right, yeah. Th- I mean, He's a great Moria. She's and very he presumptuous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, dude she's just been hanging out with you because you helped him out and he's doing you he's like a mercenary and then in the end he's like thank you lyra you are lyra tongue and i love you
3: uh is he in the, the rest of this series
0: because i hope i so. think he if does not, come back then yeah. i may not read <laughs> he, becau- he does come back i believe
3: one of the most interesting parts of the book was the what was happening on in the bear world mm-hmm. oh yeah bear's internal Politics where they-, like they had this new king that wanted to, it was almost like, um,
4: oh, it was, was like lo- in the-, the last
3: samurai where they have this new emperor, new leader, you know and what? they wanted to modernize their country. Well, it reminded
0: me of uh, of Peter the Great actually. <laughs> I think that I think that Chad just found some TV. Our-
2: <laughs> no, I found some fan fiction called "The Bear Queen." Oh, this man. is a complete fiction imagining of Yorick and Lyra and their life together. Oh. Hey, what's it a fanfic if you oh, will? Fuck. Rated M for later chapters and language. No. I told you. I, I know this does not follow the series at all but I was watching the movie and it made me wonder so I hope you have fun reading oh, my fanfic no. and pretty please review how long is it mm, actually not that bad
1: I want Aaron to read it in his Lyra voice
2: oh no I'll, yeah keep going I'll find I'll find a good moment
1: <laughs> oh just, uh, okay but while Chad is looking for that I would say is it bad that you know you're you brought up Peter the the great and um I mean the last samurai I thought of the Lion King when scar takes over and then there's just like garbage everywhere and he thinks Thinks he's like this big king yeah,
0: their bird shit palace
3: so
1: basically yeah, hamlet a little shit. bit
0: <laughs> but yeah peter the great did the same thing like he felt like the, the russians when he came into power in the 1700s were very still in a very medieval kind of um r- romanticized version of their culture and he was like i've been to europe fuck this guys we're gonna make this like we're gonna make ourselves more european than the europeans so we made them shave off all their beards and start wearing like european clothes and they, and it was exactly like what happened with uh you what, what's the name of the king bear king yo Ragnarson did with the bears where they're like they had no idea how they're supposed to act other than, how to be human yeah other than just one we're supposed to do with that
3: one great image is of that king he he wanted to be human so bad he wanted a demon that he had a doll. So there's this <laughs> <Yeah>. bear king <laughs> with a doll just sitting that. up there.
1: Yeah. And then, like, apparently other bears started to carry around dolls because they thought it was in fashion. Yeah. And then when he showed up without it, they were like, oh, what do we... They were like, oh, do oh, we put the doll down? i <laughs> like, oh, no, is this not cool anymore? <laughs> is this what
0: you do with these? <laughs> that was I did like that part a lot when Lyra tricks him using the alethiometer right. uh, into making him think that she was a <laughs> severed uh, uh, demon. That was right. a really good, that's what i love about this this whole book actually is that he takes one very simple concept which is people and demon that people have demons you know there's this thing that shapeshifts and you can't get away from them and then he spins this whole world and concept out of yeah. it like almost every plot thread and every Concept is just very various, various sort of incarnations and
1: of the same idea. and ideas yeah.
0: that that are like
1: that are spun off from with that the simple concept and yeah and
3: it shows the inhumanity of separating that because I actually felt yeah. for the kids I was like right. oh god that's awful right because the way Pantaliman whatever and right. and her freak out whenever they think they I was like whenever they think they're going to be separated because think yeah. of this you constantly have a pet someone to talk to that doesn't annoy
0: you <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I would, I, part of you. I tried to think of it as like your heart almost like if you saw kids hearts being ripped out and they somehow were like zombies after that.
0: Yeah, there was by the way, there was some really fucked up imagery like when they were talking about some of the stuff that the Tartars do like yeah. they pull someone's lungs out of their chest and then the and then their demon to keep them alive just is just a slave just pushing their lungs up and down to keep them able to live. And so there's just these guys walking around that? with their that lungs Yeah, awesome. I missed that. I, I remember Wait, how the, science the of that? Skull. So they're
2: killing the people. The I don't person, The
0: idea. person gets their lungs ripped out, but they're still hanging off, so their diaphragm doesn't work anymore. The only way they can survive is if their demon just becomes their diaphragm and just pushes their lungs. So they're still so they living. Breathe.
2: They're just now just crippled. Completely. Yeah, they're
0: crippled, and they're just like, they, they call them just like the walking dead or something. And they just walk around while these demons' life is reduced to just being diaphragm <laughs> There so was a mention God. of zombies
1: in yeah. africa mm-hmm. right which are like the nurses at the compound and then, well, that's, yeah, that that so, was so in this book. the
3: nurses at the compound were separated from their demons yes right? i i think that where... they
1: they were and they were given like a faux demon like a, a, a fake one yeah they? i think if
0: you if you uh if you're separated as an adult then uh, you can. Then it's fine.
1: But you're more of a you're more of a slave. You're and, but a you, servant. But yeah, you're you don't not have
0: motive. free will. Right. Really. Yeah. No, simple. But if minded. you're separated as a kid before your demon uh, locks in, then it kills you.
1: Did you find a passage?
2: Oh, I found a, I found several. I was oh, just great. I was just going okay. to see how how unfortunately heavy it gets later on. Um, was
3: there a quick one?
2: Apparently, a lot of support. Yeah. Give me a second. I'll pull it back up. <laughs> uh, York had just gotten into bed with Lyra. Um, Man. <laughs>
3: okay <laughs> is this like years
2: later or I, I, <laughs>
1: it's, I, it's like I, the I next day so. she's still a
2: kid
3: stop
1: no
2: <laughs> Wait, what sorry I'm just jumping forward stop. let's just jump forward do I think just I read think, some of this I don't think, just be in the corner think, going whoa oh my god I, I uh, think their bear I think their bear love just fed fed everyone. I think so I just, I just like went to what? the future. <laughs> went to the very end of the story and just like and then no children or bears ever needed food ever again. All right, hold on. Give me a second. What?
3: Uh yeah. speaking of breeding,
2: <laughs> go on.
3: No, there's something interesting with the um the witches and how uh, witches uh, mm-hmm. con- continue their line.
1: Right, they they also live for hundreds of years. So th- I thought it was interesting when they talked about how um, any of their great loves with humans are fleeting because the men grow old and the witches stay young and so there's sort of this heartbreak that always happens. And that was sort of an interesting
0: Yeah, it's like elves and humans in Lord of the Rings. There you go. Or vampires and
1: uh, there you whatever go. they
0: decide to bang. <laughs> <laughs> vampires and vampire sex holes. But the children of a witch and a human,
3: like if it's born male, it'll be human. If it's born female, it's a witch. Yeah. It's a witch. It's uh super haughty that will fight a secret war
1: i pictured sort of like a really 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 skinny light green looking woman with sort of jewels and stuff all over her
0: with with a goose friend
1: with a goose friend
3: <laughs> like someone be- bedazzled their face yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah
2: so anyway in the story i'm a
1: witch. Stop.
2: anyway lyra's trying to get york to get into bed with her because he's oh, staying over the ice castle come on. <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's, P- it's, P- it's PG. It's PG. It's PG. Yeah, is it? yeah. <laughs> they really care about each other. Yeah, I'm this going to take the whole bed if you two don't get up right. Get up here right now! Teased Pan. York lifted his face to look at the little oh. creature in awe. He looked back down at the snu- Oh, sorry, sorry. Pan has to just witness all of this.
0: Pantalimon Would- <laughs> is Lyra's demon.
2: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Would you move to the bed if I came with you? She lifted her head to look at him and nodded.
3: He forms a turtle and just. Puts his (laughs) head inside the
2: shell Guys please please (laughs) That would be fair she said He rubbed his snout against her cheek again And then with a large paw pushed her towards the edge of the bed (laughs) She climbed up and waited York felt uneasy about the situation But got up regardless and climbed onto the bed It creaked under his massive weight as if it was meant for humans But it held and once more he laid down (laughs) And once more (laughs) Lyra moved over to him And snuggled against him York moved one paw to drape over her waist And to hold her to him while the other paw acted as a soft pillow for her Thank you for standing by me, Yorick, Lyra whispered tiredly. <laughs> uh. He reached his head down to give her cheek the smallest lick. She giggled and curled up. You are welcome, my Lyra. She made that correction to calling his... She made not correction to calling her his And he was glad It had slipped He didn't know where it had come from But now that it was out He liked the sound of it Her breathing oh, deepened no. and became even York relaxed against the pillows and thought Man. Could she really be his? That's chapter 2 All right, God. We're gonna no.
3: You know what though that scene happened minus the bed. That scene happened in this book. There you
2: go.
0: <laughs>
3: Floating on the balloon. She didn't she fall asleep? And cull, yeah, cull cull up? yeah it was so up. Yeah, but that's cold. because she
0: was
1: dying of of yeah that's exposure. Because it was cold, But but there but not, yeah. not because
0: she was like ooh. Am I but fuck when this we balloon? all really like to
2: like to fall asleep, she's right?
1: eleven. She? what do you think that was? I think that's she's, when she's older. She, in that,
2: I believe she's of age. In this story, I mean, where she I'm, returns I'm back to the castle, supposing. And it's oh, the end
3: we really clashed this podcast <laughs>
0: down
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it just seemed I mean it seemed obvious to me if he was a, a guy and she was a little older that would have totally been a love story absolutely
0: are we just gonna have like a fan fiction corner for every no book well here? i mean
2: look, <laughs> at the, look at the story of like beauty I'm burning the, this
0: podcast at, <laughs> down if that turns into that
2: look at the story of beauty and the beast they're in love at that end point and they're willing to just be together right but he's yeah, still he's a still, still a giant he's a bear
1: that is a great yeah. point chad she was, she was all true. down to
2: just lay yeah. with that bear man point. all the time yeah
1: she loved him that's just a despite disney it. movie yeah disney, disney story disney i agree i'm with chad on this oh
2: god aaron and nick look really pained
3: it's like someone—it's like someone curb stomped
2: my demon.
0: <laughs> my otter, Aww. your otter's brains. Wait, like that, I just realized the
2: there would definitely be creepy guys in this world who'd be like, "That's a nice demon you got over there." It's just like to like, you should let me, you let me pet that demon for like. like his, oh this Little oh, monkey no. demon goes yeah. over there and does. <laughs> just, just like oh no, he's one of those creeps who likes demons. <laughs> oh yeah, look at those. Uh, that actually reminded out. me too. I I remember uh, they give Pan credit that he has an imagination to take the form of a, a dragon when he's going to fight some other demons or all just yeah. being like boring birds and, and rats and things. Uh, maybe it's later in the book series, but does any demon ever turn into something that's not a normal Earth animal? Because that seems like it's theoretically possible. Well, right? I think
0: that was, that was explained like, no with letter... the dragon, right? Because dragons don't exist in...
3: Right, they but did, like, but who, they did who,
1: who turned into a... There's
0: the cliff
3: the
1: dragon. Cliff, the cliff, cliff ghasts. Gas. Yeah. yeah,
3: they... The way they're described reminded me of Toothless from uh, How to Train Your Dragon. That's true. Said so it had backlight But I think the way it was
1: and
2: described frog-like in, that, in that
0: instance was that dragons didn't exist.
2: Right, but it's a, it's but a wait, familiar um, idea of an animal. Guys, I uh, yeah. forget,
1: when did that happen again?
2: It's very early on. Like she, sh- It's very silly. You know, how Kids are going to fight over anything. But they're trying to figure out what's going on with the gobblers. And I was like, well, what are gobblers? And all the kids go, she doesn't know what gobblers are. And they all decide to beat her up because she <laughs> doesn't know what gobblers and then, are.
0: And then. Pan turns into a dragon. And is like I'll fucking eat all
2: of you. Yeah, yeah. But he's still like a he's still a small, tiny, like dog-sized dragon. Aww. But I was like, well, if they have the freedom to turn into really whatever they want, there should be an, an imaginative d- just could turn into like well, Cronenberg monster. Yeah, since, the blob.
3: I think it's since they're connected spiritually. Like your demons show your raw emotions. Like mm-hmm. when Lyra said some things that upsetted the adults. Like they're. Their demons like went crazy, or like their fur stood up. Right. Or
1: if they were trying to hide how they were feeling, you could always look at their demon. It's
3: like your feelings, but unfiltered. Yeah, which is slightly.
2: Which seems. Like a nice, brilliant shortcut for how to convey a character's emotions without having to like (laughs) what's he really thinking? His demon's
0: just snarling. Yeah, Uh, he's a good person, and I think some characters did that in the book. Like, I I can see your dream, your demon is shivering or something. It was
1: also a great uh, a, a device for the author to explain what people's personalities were. Like we were saying, everyone's demon kind of reflected who they were, so it was a way for him to always describe them, but not in maybe a traditional way.
0: Can we talk about how how much it would suck if your demon was just like, oh my. Demons a dolphin. I guess I'm going to be hanging out in the <laughs> ocean from now on. I'm forever a sailor. Or you we do is, you'd hope that if there was
1: one guy in the book that was yeah, like that.
0: exactly. I was like, oh, that's awful. <laughs> there was also
3: a quick mention of normally your demon was the opposite sex, but there was a quick mention of oh yeah, oh, is he one of those strange people that have the same I hadn't thought sex about that at demon? all. Yeah. I was like, gay people, gay people
2: got the same <laughs> demon. Well, I guess if you're a waterbound bound demon, you're, you're you lived a life where you were a child that you, just cho- you chose to be a turtle okay or whatever. So like, I really want to get away from Seattle. I'm stuck in Seattle now. But I, I, think- I seem
0: to remember them telling a story of a guy who got stuck with a fish demon and he was like, yeah, he hates his life. Like, they're like, yeah, he's like, he's a sailor, but he's really, but he's really, like, uh, bitter about it. (laughs) He's got a fish for a
2: a buddy. What would be the worst demon to have other than a waterbound one? Like, what would be the one? Probably a worm. Probably a
1: worm. Yeah, like, one, yeah, you'd have to to carry it around in dirt everywhere. Yeah. You
3: You sit on it. (laughs) (laughs) You die. (laughs) Well, they probably don't need to eat,
2: do they? I don't know. I don't think worms Oh, I thought you meant worms. I was like, no, daisies. Oh, <laughs> worms are magic, right? Uh, <laughs> the other part of the logic is, I don't recall there being just normal animals in the book. Are there normal animals? There's the well, cliffhasts. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, there's normal. There's dogs, and like some of the. I'm just so used to seeing dogs. like. De- well, the, the demons are
2: dogs, but I mean, are there non demon dogs? Because for a, par- huh. a large part of the book, they don't ever reference a like non demon You're animal right. or even like just a sewer rat. Maybe around, they figure
0: it would be too weird. So they're like, yeah, what am I I think they
2: mentioned bears. Like, they, like non- there's, like, two
0: kinds of bears. Like yeah, yeah, they talk about non-sentient bears, and then they talk about, like, the,
2: the armored bears. God, imagine, like, the evolutionary arguments in bear society over, like, where we came from. <laughs> oh, that's like, the way uh, God created yeah, yeah. it? The if church God, if God, made us from ba- <laughs> God made us from normal bears, how come there's still bears? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> you idiot.
0: <laughs> Did you have that? Want to do the lithiometer thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that game. What's the Alethiometer game?
3: All right, so when Lyra reads the Alethiometer, she kind of, like, looks at it. She's like, of course it means that. Meanings come real easy to her. A question she asked was, like, okay, ask ask uh, John Faw, or whoever's in charge of the spying, how's the spying going? So she makes the Golden Compass point at a serpent for cunning, and a crucible for knowledge, and a beehive for work. Yeah, it's like, clearly, the, that's... The- that, those things combined, just, just are dumb how's, brain
2: logic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: how's spine going? And well, I it, think
0: it's why it, it is some, th- something of a, a talent that she has, or an ability that she can read it intuitively because it's very counterintuitive.
3: Yeah. Later, she asks her. uh, She asks it, "What's Mrs. Coulter doing now?" And it gives back a thunderbolt, an infant. And a serpent and an <laughs> elephant and a lizard. Thing. So she's
2: electrocuting a baby. <laughs> she's yes.
3: Le- she's
0: electrocuting a ba- baby. But to apparently feed an that elephant.
3: means angry and it means that she is the infant and the serpent is a spy. And then that chameleon, or elephant means Africa.
2: Wait, okay. Wait, I don't remember that Even at though all. There's Af- elephant in Asia. means Africa?
3: Yeah. I get that. But apparently this lizard thing, which turned out to be a chameleon, means air. <laughs> like whoa! Oh, of course, it's chameleon. This means is like tarot error. card reading. This is yeah, like,
1: yeah it,
2: it is. This
3: is right before that bat thing, the um, clockwork spy, oh, yeah. the uh, thing, spybot. Spy so, is that, the
1: yeah. game that you give us symbols and we try to tell you what it means?
3: Yes, we're gonna play a game it. where I'm gonna it. give you some symbols that actually exist because there's apparently on this Wikipedia thing.
2: Oh, I'm sure <laughs> there's a. Do we get to guess what it means?
3: Yeah, I'll I'll give you just the symbols, but. And if you have, guys
2: don't get it after that, do we get a question that's being then, asked?
3: then you could be like, okay, well, what do those symbols mean? I'll give you the meanings, and then you could try, do we to, get a qu- can you c-
0: give us the question being
3: asked? And then, yeah, yeah, okay, I, I got the question. So okay, Tom, right. I'm so excited this is great. So for the first question, it's the question is, what are you doing today?' Okay. you're like, okay What is
0: Nick doing today? And okay, then I get these symbols? And
3: you get these symbols back. An ant, a candle. Oh, that's it. An ant and a candle. An ant and a candle.
0: I would say you are working hard
1: by candlelight.
0: <laughs> working hard and burning calories. You're working out.
2: Ooh, that's a good one, but well, what's yours, chad I was going to actually say you're working uh, late at evenings, like you're working yeah. working night shift. That's what
0: I
1: kind of said.
3: Yeah. Okay, I'll give you the meanings. And, yeah, you guys got the work right. Uh, mechanical work diligence, tedium, but the candle means meaning, understanding, or learning. Fuck so off. What, so
1: what's the answer? <laughs> so,
3: the answer is I'm going to school.
2: Wait. Were you? So work work for knowledge, basically, is what you're saying.
4: Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Like, that was a little right? tough. Right? So, okay. That well, so was you were,
0: my easier one. So wait, you were doing that? Because I was partially basing my answer on my knowledge of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just anyone.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, generally.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... These are taken from the book. These were used at some point, right? Like this, yeah. someone's going. To- oh, the, wait!
3: These I'm looking at the, the symbols. No, that's this is that's a game what,
1: what we I looked up. It's not. He didn't make this.
3: These are in the books. No. Oh, the symbols are in the books and their but, meanings. But are they, prob- you ran these through a translator. No.
1: No. Nick found this game online. He's reading them to so us. He didn't make. No. Any no. No, sense. no. It's not okay. a game.
3: I found a Wikipedia page that has all the symbols and uh-huh. their meanings and. They're probably referenced in the book because they they say elephant means Africa in the book. Okay, so people so probably just wrote made that some down.
1: Sentences? Yeah, I just oh, okay. looked at I gotcha. so Okay, So
3: maybe all right. it's not great translation. I was on, my on board part, the entire time. Pretty, Nick, you're doing
2: great.
1: I'm excited to keep going. I, th- I was I on think board the entire Aaron time. Aaron was, I guess, Aaron thought it was specific to you, but it's just general. Sentences. general. Yeah, yeah,
2: general. Okay, no, Nick this is a great game. Yeah, doing all right. Great. Here's
3: a little bit harder <laughs> one for the question. Uh, I wish I'd done more. I only have these two though. God damn it! Shut up. Um What does the future hold? And the answer it gives is a cattle or bull, a helmet, alpha and omega, (laughs) and an hourglass with a skull on top. Ooh, I know. Some of these are in the book, so you might know the...
1: After a big war, the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Pretty
2: cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You got that, I was gonna, right? I was
2: gonna say yeah. end of days and food leap. Okay, uh, we were out of Lyra. Food, yeah. Good god. <laughs> That's pretty good.
0: That I'm
1: really smart. I was like,
0: as a group, we're gonna traverse time and space.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought we ran out of meat, and then we just went to war and died because we were mad that we lost all uh, our see, meat.
3: The cattle or bull represents earth or power or honesty. Like there are different layers. Like the first layer would be earth, but like the second or third meaning would be power or honesty. Um, the helmet is for war, protection, mm-hmm. or narrow vision.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah.
3: uh, the alpha and omega is like the process or mm-hmm. an end, a finality, inevit- inevitability. And the hourglass with a skull on top means time or death or change.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Which
3: wow, is good. in wow. the book. Good job.
1: Good job,
0: Ellen. Good
3: Thanks. job, Ellen.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: Lyra. I, should get
1: a, I should get my own golden compass for that. <laughs> you should get an
0: alethiometer. You get a gold star. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Yay! <laughs> the
0: golden star.
3: Well,
1: yeah. Book four in his <laughs> dark <doc> materials. <laughs> I,
3: I have the symbols here Um, like uh Yeah,
2: yeah. Or just give us some symbols, we'll just guess what they mean. Okay. We, yeah,
3: yeah. Um we'll we'll do the continents. Okay. Which so like
2: you like? know, like the elephant had Afri- meant Africa. Africa. Wouldn't elephant be like did
1: No. Th-
3: it, they're that's also a, Asian cousins a, That's a
1: appropriate. Problem.
3: Okay. Um
2: horse. Uh speed. Longevity. No, isn't it Endurance. a con- or,
1: isn't it a country we travel Oh, to- oh the- sorry, we're sorry to do
0: the continent. North America.
1: Yeah, yeah. North America. Europe.
2: Europe. Europe.
3: Europe. Yeah. Sorry. Horses did not come from Oh,
2: North. that's right. Yeah, 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 learn your learn your history with horses.
1: I was just <laughs> thinking about Native Americans and everything.
2: <laughs> um
3: a camel. This one should be easy. A camel? Egypt. Egypt,
2: Egypt place. Egypt Will Egypt, Egypt continent. The Middle East? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Egypt oh, wait, wait.
3: Continent. Actually, no, it's a little con- Yeah, Asia. Asia? Yeah.
2: Camels, Asia? It, like, Apparently.
3: Not intuitive at all. No. Okay. Yeah, this one doesn't make sense. Crocodile. Australia. Australia. No, America. Uh, 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 what? Cro- wait, no, that's nonsense. <laughs> Clearly, we're known for crocodiles, because we have them in like one-eighth of our oh, country, we have, apparently. We have
2: Florida.
1: <laughs> yeah, Florida. Yeah, they're
3: Florida. America's wing. Um, oh, is that all the ones they did?
2: <laughs> just, give us, just give us some non-continent ones. Okay. Wait, yeah, does yeah. South America not exist in the
0: Golden
3: Compass nope. universe?
2: They got wiped away.
0: Uh, Bread.
1: Is
2: that a country? Mm, uh, no, no, no country. Just
0: just bread is uh,
2: bounty. Bounty. I think bread is, yeah, Yeah, some sort of success. nourishment. Ooh, exactly. Nourishment. Nourishment, okay. Guys,
1: I'm just killing it. All right, all right.
2: Or
3: or Christ or sacrifice.
1: Or Christ, okay. Told
0: ya. (laughs) Dolphin. Dolphin. Sex. Free spirit. I
1: would say intelligence. Uh,
0: Freedom. Intelligence.
2: Hot sex.
3: Water, resurrection, or playfulness. Mm, Playfulness.
1: Playfulness, all right.
3: Oh, the wild man. Which the may wild or may man? not be in the book. I think it
0: is uh, John man. the Baptist. The wild,
3: the man? wild
1: man.
0: Yeah, it's just a crazy bearded
3: insanity.
2: Dude. <laughs>
0: it's
1: just uh, uh, wisdom,
0: mind problems.
3: Mm. It's called a wild man, so it may not Freedom. be okay. From- Nature,
1: wild man. Um,
2: power, dirt smell, <laughs>
3: sex. it? Would it? Yeah. It's <laughs> sex. Okay. Wild okay. man is sex. It's, it's lust, lust. The masculine. Okay. Or a wild
0: man. That's
2: mm, okay. an interesting way to, to describe <laughs> what sex is. Just a dirty the wild man. man. The wild. It sounds
0: like one of those radio DJs. Like <laughs> the wild it's man. it's Iggy and it's the Wild Man. Hey, what's up, going, on, everybody?
2: Uh, I just ate my own poop. Wild man. <laughs>
3: Right, so knowing that the helmet means war what that would the sword mean the sword or just know that the sword doesn't Penis. mean war Penis. what do you think the sword means uh,
0: attack
1: it could still Thrust. mean vanquish or um it could be a symbol for
3: or maybe. a sword held up
0: in the air
2: uh, victory. Yeah, victory yeah, yeah, yeah. justice yeah, mean, or, or christ, christ. Church. Yeah. or christ the
0: church yeah <laughs> all of them mean christ <laughs>
2: Are these just taken from all three of the books and just kind of collected? Oh,
3: an apple also means knowledge. Knowledge, yeah. Knowledge,
1: forbidden knowledge.
3: see I was trying to look up like the Earth will end soon. I wondered like that soon Mm -hmm. part of it. I couldn't really think what symbol. I was thinking maybe a bird, because that means like. Spring or. Or quick. Quick,
0: yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: So, really, the Golden Compass is when you make like a secret like language with your friends when you're eight. You're like, yeah, Yeah, yeah. code words will mean mean meet at the treehouse at eight o'clock. I got this decoder ring out of my cereal box. Yeah, that's totally what the Golden Compass is. Oh, yeah,
3: the anchor means apparently hope, steadfastness, and prevention.
1: Okay. I don't know about that. I guess prevention
3: keeps your ship from. Steadfast makes sense. And they use this in the book. She's like, yes. An anchor holds your hope, course, like you anchor, mu- must be constant and held taut. an like, oh, anchor, anchor holds you plan. back. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, that Tom naughty told me he wrote. So maybe, maybe like in the next two books, like all the breath of all thirty-two symbols are explained. Could be. And maybe that's what this fr- is from.
0: I think he came out with a uh, a thing called like Lyra's Jordan College or something too. That maybe he just that was just oh, cool. expanding on the
2: world. But if all of her translations are her just making up dumb kind of connections to it, everyone going, you're a genius, Lara. I'm like, I'm going to die. I can't handle it. I, <laughs> well, the...
3: I mean, they all turned out to be true.
2: Yeah. So. Wait, what so do you mean What it, they all turned try. out to be true? What her, like, her, like, all she her interpretation read it Well, no, they try to be true because the author made them all. The tr- right, I mean, like, right. her logic of, like, yeah, uh, uh, a, heart, a heart symbol is something that pumps the. the uh, uh, what? Water's going to. A flood's going to come. Like, well, I just, think like, the implication like, is that
0: when she goes into, like, a zen state, like, these answers are fed to her from like, some supernatural well, the, the power, like, that the, that author. like, like the author. Like, it's just something she knows how to do. <laughs> like, if someone's good
3: at. Um, recognizing someone's tell in poker, like yeah. it's it's clear to them, but to me it's like, how could you tell I was lying? I don't know. It's just something that she sees, but no one it's else like, sees. You it's
0: know. So she uses the she finds out the universe's poker tells basically. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> and that's <laughs> I love and I hate it.
3: the Golden Compass game. The yeah. Golden Compass game. game. You win your home version. The home version.
1: <laughs> I won.
2: <laughs> the home version is a link to that URL and
0: a trip to a parallel dimension. Woo! Woo! the city in the sky which turns out to be our universe so we I, get to
3: go here
1: is, is
0: it <laughs> so i yeah well that's in the foreword to the book it says the first three lines like the first book takes place in right. this crazy world the second book takes place in our world and the third book takes place somewhere else <laughs> and we'll get
3: to it later shut up read it read yeah. the book
0: so this ends
3: she did not save her friend Roger. Nope.
1: Yeah, that was pretty sad. Yeah. I actually was really surprised. I thought that they had set it up pretty clear that somehow I thought she would use the alethiometer to exit the world, and I thought she was going to stop her father and, I don't know, just do do it a different way. <laughs> well, after all he that turned demon out to cutting, be yeah. an
3: insane person. Yeah,
1: after all that demon but- cutting, I thought that there would be some alternate way that the church would be wrong and he would be wrong and she would figure out some other way but to as, get out.
0: But as we established, or, or as I suggested, the, the fate of the lithiometer already predicted that there was no other way other than for that to happen that way. When so her, did that happen? At the beginning. At the very beginning of the book. Like, the the professor at Jordan College who gave her the lithiometer had an in a discussion with someone said, I wish there was some other way, but the only way it would happen, the letheometer told me, was if she, if uh, there was a she betrayed someone, there was a great betrayal that she did.
1: Okay, well, that's barely saying Roger will die from no, the tr- scene she, being cut. she
0: well, did that, end up betraying someone, kind of. Well, the, the betrayal was Roger, yeah. She didn't realize she was betraying. But and then and that's what he said. Like the end, she won't even realize she's doing it until right. It's too so long. I was, forgot that part of the end yeah, of the book. I, well, I didn't read it. What happened? It was at the beginning of the book. No, at, when no, she betrays at the, Roger at the, the, the end. very
1: end, she accidentally. Well, she saves Roger, then accidentally by bringing him to her father, betrays him because he needed a little person oh, with a demon to, to get, exit to the, world. the whole time.
3: She mm-hmm. thought she was. Yeah. She needed to bring the lithiometer
1: to him. her dad and he's and like I don't real care real about
3: the lithiometer lithium- lithium- I want that little boy I want the little I want boy no want no little boy oh. <laughs> 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 but before that there is, before that there is a great battle on the slopes getting up to where father was imprisoned quote unquote right where it was flamethrower bears
1: oh yeah is the royal oh, yeah, the guard after
3: after uh your 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 after Jor- yorick wins Jor- his Jor- kingdom Jor- back he and like the royal guard Go with Lyra up to the place where her father was, and there's a zeppelin chasing them with a machine gun on it. Yep. So there's a machine gun flamethrower bear armor
0: fight. Yep. That's pretty awesome i also like the bear boxing match where he knocks yeah. the king bear's jaw off
1: oh yeah that was very graphic and he
0: and he, he like he faints and pretends to have like a, a hurt paw and then
3: right he's
1: like, Kapow!
3: and he was able to do that because he was thinking like a human because
1: well, he, right because his opponent was perhaps
3: he can defeat it perhaps a bear can be tricked if he is thinking like a human that was so kind of a weird curveball yeah. that phil pullman threw oh yeah by the way bears we can't be tricked Oh, yeah. Unless you're thinking like a human.
1: Exactly.
2: He's essentially the Muhammad Ali of bears. He is. Yeah. He, f- and he stung like a bee.
1: <laughs> really quick, since we just touched on it, can we just talk for a moment about Lyra's dad and what a unusual character he was? Because I-, I think they really set him up to being a stern person, yes, but someone who was be- going against the church and kind of, uh, I assumed, he was more of a good guy in the sense and i thought he would connect with lyra and i didn't realize until it happened actually that, that
0: he was a bad guy that
1: he actually did not care about anyone the same as the church didn't as far as these kids go they all just wanted the same endpoint. they wanted to discover what else was over there first and that's all that yeah. they mattered. And he
3: wanted to go further t- and to end it all
1: so basically it was more like grown-ups suck and, which is true don't yeah. trust grown-ups, do
0: grown-ups don't suck. trust them or the church or the stuff they're trying to teach you about the church
1: That's don't it. trust them
2: so don't trust the church or your parents or also just professors yeah yeah
0: <laughs>
3: golden compass starts slow and then ends
0: pretty pretty escalates rapidly into, escalates into awesome bear fights yeah Yeah. awesome bear fights zeppelins cliff gasts.
1: also how did you pronounce the compound ball Bullvanger. I thought that was um, a very interesting, fast moving part of the yeah, book. Yeah, as
0: soon as it hits Bullvanger, like yeah. the last third of the book is just non stop thrill lot ride. Right down to like action movie beats of, oh, we escaped this onto
2: the Zeppelin, but then the Zeppelin crashes and then Cliff Gas comes. You guys attack. really need to watch the movie because it is not that exciting. <laughs> I want to <laughs> right. see
1: the movie and compare it, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we're going to watch it and we're, we're going to talk that about that
1: it. in the
3: future.
0: Right problem. here on My Arms Are Lasers.
3: Right in front of this microphone. So well, speaking yeah. of the future, the um, future. I think we have discussed a f- possible future book.
1: Yes, we uh, briefly discussed the idea of doing a Michael Crichton book, and I suggested possibly doing next, which was the last complete book that he wrote before he died. The- Michael
2: Crichton's dead.
0: He died. He I died didn't know of cancer. <laughs> I'm so <Yeah>. sorry, Chad. <laughs> He died a while ago.
2: I Twist! Can't,
1: I can't tell if... I think Chad's being... Perceived.
2: No, I thought he was still alive. Okay. <laughs> I thought there were still Michael Crichton books coming out. <laughs>
1: no, He was, he was sadly, excited for the next
0: Michael Crichton adaptation.
1: Sadly, no. Uh, but one of his last books... Is, um, why
3: do I have cancer? <laughs> um, Jeez. Oh,
0: a, sci- a
1: strange science
0: fiction world, a fantasy world where I don't it's have just, cancer. Where he's
2: going, "Why God? Why? I deserved better than this." It's really and it's dark. Just that for like four hundred pages. We found
0: in the last pages, and then they found a cure. <laughs> this book is in memory. That's
3: of my
2: Michael favorite, a favorite dark joke of like three months.
1: <laughs> All right. I love Michael Crichton. Do not tarnish his name.
2: (laughs) Sorry, guys.
1: Do you want me to read the the description or? Yeah, chapter twenty. Michael Crichton
2: fucks every celebrity he wants to. He
0: he eats any foods he wants, and the doctors can't say shit. (laughs) (laughs) He just becomes Kim Jong Il. Michael Crichton
3: makes Slam Dunk winning the championship
2: <laughs> for the world. Oh, sorry. Whatever the book is, this can't be
1: as My good as this. My face hurts.
3: <laughs> um. So this, so this okay. book is called Next.
1: We're, I was considering us doing Next. Um, it says, in 2005, Michael returned to the Salk Institute for Biological Studies in La Jolla, California? La Jolla. La Jolla. La Jolla. California, where he had done postdoctoral work to attend a conference on genetics and law sponsored by the Jefferson Institute. He was surprised and outraged by what he learned about the current laws regarding a range of issues in genetics. He immediately put aside what he had been working on and began research for the book that became Next. He modeled the structure after the genome itself, incorporating fragments of popular culture and writing a series of stories that sometimes interconnect and sometimes didn't. The result was a very atypical novel. Which I have read, and I would I would reread it before the podcast. Um, so it's a little more. <clears throat> um, I mean, some of his books are very very thriller based, and this book, everyone's still kind of laughing. This book <laughs> is um, it still has compelling stories in it, but it also teaches you a lot about the current state of genetics.
2: Okay, so what is the logline of the book though? What's like, what, the like, monster? What's, what's...
1: Okay. Let What's the nanomachine a better...
2: cloud or the park full of dinosaurs? Or okay. the... Come, come and get your jeans yeah, on. Yeah, that
1: actually was a terrible synopsis because it was just about his setup for the book. Let me look up something <laughs> Michael else. Michael
2: Craig went on vacation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a
3: so time. a bunch of stories that connect or not...
4: Hold so on, it's about hold genetics
3: and shit, and they, they're hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hey, everyone, welcome to My Arms Are Lasers. This book's about genetics and shit. And there's
0: the people, and they got the genes.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm opening up the Amazon page right now. Beep, beep. Okay. To
0: fill the void,
3: if you have a book that you would like us to read ahead of you or you want to read along with us, tweet at
2: us hard.
3: Yeah, tweet at Real My Arms hard. Are Lasers, all one word. Or write us at myarmsarelasersallonewordatgmail.com.
2: Also, don't forget Dot the more com. you tweet, the more it's a vote for that book. So if you tweet twenty times, <laughs> that's twenty votes. Yeah.
3: So write write into us. Let us know if you're listening, if you laughed while listening to this, or gained some helpful insight. Or even if you use this as a Cliff Notes to a book you're supposed to read in class. Yeah. Or if you
0: strongly <laughs> disagree with anything we've said, which is very possible. I guess just possible you could s-
2: listen to this and just have enough of a way to BS your way through like a conversation that day about the book. Like, Let's um, give you some topics to make an essay about for Golden Compass. Um, is religion good or bad? The book says religion <laughs> is bad. Um, write an essay about that. Um, bears... Bare politics shows that all all politics will always be... Be true to your turmoil. bare self. Yeah. There you go. There's two different essays you can write about a golden compass. That's seventh, all you need. Just seventh grader who to... shouldn't be listening to this. You shouldn't be listening to this at all.
3: So just write in. Just please write us. Write us. We're so lonely.
0: We're so
2: lonely. Oh, that's <laughs> desperate. <laughs> all right. Anyway, what's going on? What you got to All right.
1: Okay, so Michael Crichton's Next takes place in the present world where both the government and private investors spend billions of dollars every year on genetic research. The novel follows a host of characters, including transgenic animals, in their quest to survive in a world dominated by genetic research, corporate greed, and legal intervention.
0: What? It's about genetic animals? So
1: Biogen is a leading genetic research company embroiled in a lawsuit with Frank Burnett, a cancer survivor whose cells were taken without his knowledge. That's one storyline. Um... And then so Bio- it's like
2: gene gen- monsters. we said transgen transgenetic
0: animals? Yeah. yeah, it's basically like we three, like island Aww. of Dr. Moreau,
1: yeah. yeah. like the, there's another storyline where Biogen is also researching what they call the maturity gene and the effects exposure to this gene has on lab rats. Josh, a researcher at Biogen accidentally exposes his drug addicted brother to the gene. His brother becomes a sober, responsible individual, um, but then things, Go so it's, so
2: it's like uh,
0: uh the the iRobot, the original Isaac Asimov book of short stories, but it's about genetics rather than robots.
2: Cool. At I any mean, point, Ellen, does someone mutate into a turtle monster? Um, or a ninja turtle. Or grass. a ninja turtle monster yeah. Uh Yes. Okay, I'm on board.
0: I'm down. That was, that's that's the first story, first sentence. I became a ninja turtle. <laughs>
2: Sold. Best sellers list. <laughs> I am down.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought this one would make for good discussion. He has other books that I love as thrillers, but if I thought this one would be a modern. Sure.
3: In the I'm future, down. we're going to read Timeline.
1: Not <laughs> the novel,
0: but the screenplay. The screenplay. Movies. Oh, God. That book. Or that
3: movie. That movie.
1: movie. <laughs> Don't blame the, the book. The book's probably fine. But no, the, the movie. book is awesome.
2: Yeah. The movie. Was that. Th- was that- that was crazy. I was trying to think of, is that, is that clock stoppers? I was thinking of clock stoppers.
1: No. <laughs> different, right? <laughs>
2: That's different.
1: Different.
3: All right, well, that was The Golden Compass. Up next the is The Golden next. Compass. Whee! So, up next is, is next. Thanks for listening. This That's is confusing. My Arms Are Lasers. Pew 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 pew. lasers
0: there's
4: no escape my arms are lasers let's read books